Okay, welcome to part two of Carl Lotharius. Yes! Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So this is episode 23. 23. I liked 23 years old. I don't even remember 23. I'm sure I did some fun shit, but... Finished college? No, I hadn't finished college. I did. You finished? I hadn't finished yet. Um, no, I, I gotta... Can't, I gotta look back. Like, what year would have that been? For you? Oh, for me, yeah. 2005? 2005? I was 23. You were born in 82, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I would have been 2002 for me. Okay. Yeah, I can't even think of what I was was doing back then. I was wearing a lot of low-rise jeans and spaghetti, layered spaghetti strap tank tops. Okay. And like, what was I doing? Oh, a lot of chunky highlights. Oh my gosh. The best chunk, yes. A lot of chunky highlights, a lot of tanning salons. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to think. I gotta look back and see some pictures on that. A lot of coach purses. Outfits from Charlotte Russe. Oh my god, I hate that place. (laughs) Fucking Charlotte Russe. (laughs) Forever 21. Yeah. Yes. A lot of outfits from Charlotte Russe. (laughs) Polyester, just everything. Yeah, it was just all shit. Rayon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shitty clothes gross okay yeah, okay. okay we're getting way off topic here yeah. okay so yes this is part two mm-hmm. of the um the hunger games of milwaukee yeah. <laughs> the hunger games of 81 milwaukee <laughs> it's fucking wild so ass shit man it's so mean i'm sorry it's fine okay um we're not making fun of him we're making fun of the the situation it's yeah. so weird okay so we kind of did this off the cuff here yeah we like decided we we're gonna split it into so, you found a West Dallas or Florida. I did. All right, so let's do that. Do you, okay, do that first? Yep. All right, so, um, which one did I pick? I forget. Okay, so, would this happen in West Dallas or in Florida? John Arwood, 31, and Amber Campbell, 25, thought they were stuck in a janitor's closet for two days. They thought they, they thought were? They thought they were, yes. Okay. Before realizing they could just open the door and walk out. Wow. So they were stuck in this... They thought they were stuck in this closet oh for God. two days. I have a story to tell you. Okay. Okay. About something that happened today. That is right. not... That's that's it. That's all I found. And I was like, I have to talk about this because it's And then it was hilarious. two days? For two days. And then all of a sudden they just realized they can come out. No, they didn't try to bang on the door. Like, isn't that your first instinct to try this the handle? This I... <laughs> It sounds like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is Daytona, Florida. Shit, man. <laughs> There's so more what math. drugs were they on? More math going on. They're so fucked up that it they couldn't even... in Daytona State College, so probably two <laughs> college kids. Well, no, they're 31 and 25. So what Trapped kind of drugs a- were they on? I, I don't know. I need to do some more research. I just saw this, this one little paragraph. I'm like, that's hilarious. So, yeah. That is nuts. All right. So today, okay. I'm currently coaching for seven weeks. I coach middle school track for our school district. And today, like we do every day, we go over to the high school, which is just across the street, to practice. Mm-hmm. And there's like restrooms, and one of the boys thought he was locked in the bathroom. But he was not okay. locked in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. They come over and they're like, Coach, Coach! Henry's locked in the bathroom. And I'm like, what? How is he locked in the bathroom? Like, we don't know, but he says he can't get out. (laughs) So we're like, okay. (laughs) So it's sixth through eighth graders. I'm like, all right, I'll go over there. So I go over there and I'm like, 
Henry, are you in there? And he's like, yeah, I'm freaking out. <laughs> like, he's, like, getting upset. Well, I'm sure he probably is. Like, what if you think He's you're... like, it's so hot in here. <laughs> was it a porta potty or something? No. no. no it's a nice It's a regular. He's like, coach, it's so hot in here. <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, buddy, we'll figure it out. We'll get the janitor to go yeah, get the keys. The key. So I go track down the fucking janitor. He comes back. It is not locked. So wait, what kind of door is it? Explain <laughs> Just the, the door with a with a lock. So he couldn't get the lock. Like was it like stuck or something? He couldn't get out. He just the it was so embarrassing because the the janitor just pulled the door. And it, like, popped open. But you guys didn't try to do that either. I didn't try it. I just took their word for it. (laughs) it So everybody was just, like, who are these fools? Henry, did you do this on purpose? Did you punk us? Yeah. And he's like, no! He's, like, all sweaty and, like, red. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's like, I swear, I couldn't get out. And we're like, okay. So then the janitor's like, yeah, sometimes that door sticks. And then oh. just, like, walks away. And, like, he's probably, like, he okay. goes around the corner and laughs. Like, <laughs> probably the highlight of his night. So then all these other boys were like, Henry, the door wasn't even locked! And they're laughing at him. Anyways, you said that, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, his face was so red. One. He was so upset. He probably was. <laughs> he probably was upset. Like, And then st- he's like, why didn't you try the door? And I was like, I don't know, because you said you couldn't get out. Yeah. I was like, why would I try it? Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll go get the guy with the keys. Yeah. It's almost like, so you ever walk up somewhere like, oh, that's, they're closed, the door's locked, and somebody tells you that, but then you have to, like, sometimes, like, when I need to go check it, I'll go over and I'll try it. Yeah. Because you just don't trust. Oh, my gosh. This is really embarrassing. So then I was Poor like. Poor kid. Oh okay, we're going to have to pa- take a pause here, and then you have to tell me what this kid's last name is, see if I know him, see if I know okay. the family. Pause. All right, so we're going to just take a break, and then we'll come back with our trip advisor. All right. All right, so wait, we gotta kick off TripAdvisor. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So TripAdvisor number two. Okay, so TripAdvisor says the number two thing to do on the Lower East Side of Milwaukee is visit Black Cat Alley. What? Yeah, never, it's never right here. behind. Um, it's right behind the Oriental, and Black Cat Alley is an outdoor art gallery located in a private alley on the East Side of Milwaukee. It's beautiful. Really? It's supported by the Eastside Business Improvements District. Black Cat Alley consists of 21 murals by 24 artists from all over the globe. And I know about it because I have a lot of couples that take pictures for their weddings in Black Cat Alley. Look it up real quick. It's so cool. I need to see this. I don't... There's so many things about this city that I do not know about. It's so cool. There's just beautiful, beautiful murals in there. And it's just a really neat... It's called Black Cat Alley. I thought you started saying cat, and I'm like, oh, sip and purr? No, it's like, it's Black Cat Alley. Oh, I love that. It's, I'd like to take Matthew to that. It's cool. Wow. Well, and it's right by sip and purr. That's the cat cafe. True. Yeah, that's really pretty. So and you both, yeah. So a lot of couples take wedding pictures in that alley just because it's really neat. Yeah, I like the cats, like the, the hissing cats and stuff. That's Super pretty cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and the heart with so the arrow. Oh, the, there's an arrow on that. Mm-hmm. Why have we not? We need to go down there and take a picture for that yeah, for this episode. We will. Okay. Okay. All right. So, getting back into this. So, yes. detectives. Um, so let's recap where we were. Oh yes, recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. So Carl Lotharius grew up in Germany, um, made friends with the Zebbies, 
and then the Zebbies kind of sponsored him to come to the United States, and then he joined the army. Um, parachute didn't deploy, got hurt. He's got, badass. Yeah, got honorably discharged. Then he was working and started two very successful bars, made some enemies because he was also very rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't take any shit. No. He was also closet gay. Yeah. And he took sugar babies that were younger than him and would take them on lavish vacations and shower mm-hmm. them with gifts and kind of that stuff. Um, and also had beef with the mob. I mean, that they, right there. You just yeah. don't do that. So then what happened to him? Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen <laughs> fucking <laughs> took his ass out. Yelled pizza and yelled like... <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. I do, too. Love that. Um, he got shot with an arrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, He came home from insane. closing his bar one night at, like, 3 in the morning, walked three blocks away, and somebody was hiding in the bushes and fucking shot his ass with an arrow. And then he pulled it out. He pulled like it a out. a dumbass. And he said, Buzzy got me. And here's... And during the little break we took, we were like, man, how clever is that? Because... If you shoot someone with a gun, there's ballistics and things that can be traced. Right. I don't know if there is anything for arrows. Like, it's maybe make and model, but mm-hmm. you don't know. We'll get into that a little bit. We will? Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. A little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, so then he names Buzzy as the person that did it, and then the investigators were like, well, who's this Buzzy dude? And his neighbor was like, that's Dalloway, and this is where to find him. So then the police went to Dalloway's girlfriend's apartment in Bayview, neighborhood and arrested him so that's where we are and then Dalloway came from a rich Chicago family so he got it called his dad and his dad got him a fancy defense attorney so that's where we are right now okay and take it away all right so detectives took the arrow to local archery archery salesman Grant Whiffen hoping for a lead on the person who bought it Whiffen recalled that custom markers on the arrow identified the manufacturer as another Milwaukee business, Warrior Archery. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, however, it was a standard model that was sold in high volume, making it impossible to link to one person. Damn, this is clever. Yeah. I'm always looking for ways. I know. (laughs) I'm like, finally that in my brain. (laughs) I'm not good at archery, though. I'm just going to have to stick to poison. Yeah. Yeah. The clear stuff. Well, you got to do insulin. It's got to be insulin yeah. because then it doesn't show. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully nobody listens to this. Sorry. All right. The Milwaukee... <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> the Milwaukee District Attorney's Office, led at the time by E. Michael McCann, mm-hmm. determined the nickname Buzzy was too vague to apply to a specific person and declined to charge Dalloway. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, Buzzy, probably everyone in the 70s was probably like, oh, it's Buzzy. And also, like... There was no other evidence. Yeah, it's so true. It's, not it's, a all, strong he, it's case. all hearsay when right. he's, yeah. Okay, so he was released from jail the day after his arrest. The case has never been solved. Yeah, from 1981. Damn. Going on right. 42 years. I can't believe it. Yeah. So there are two theories. Did the mob kill Lotharius or was it Buzzy? I think, it, I don't know. This sounds like a mob, something a mob would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's really interesting. We know why the Buzzy theory existed, but let's explore the mob theory a bit. Mm-hmm. The mafia in Milwaukee <clears throat> at the time appeared to favor dynamite to arrows. <laughs> I want to sing the song really bad. 
it's in my brain because I'm still in that. I'm still in BTS mode. Okay, so they favored dynamite to arrows as this was the preferred way to kill their rivals at the time in the city. Yeah, they were always like strapping dynamite people's cars and then they turn it on. And well, yeah, there's every mob movie you mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Okay, Lotharius was vacationing in Florida when a leader was killed in a bombing and expressed happiness that he was dead. Yeah. Jeez. Because of the sphere of the mob uh, ran rampant after Lotharius' death. Rumors of unknown archers lurking in alleys swirled through the bars. Mm -hmm. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. There might be some archers hiding. Take your like ass out. Like medieval time shit. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, so Buzzy said he was scared... Too, and he that he received death threats from Lotharius's friends. I mean, maybe. Well, and I I can't imagine that his friends were any different than him. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So this is where things really start to get interesting. Okay. Because it hasn't been interesting I know, enough. This case. This is why. <laughs> like, I was trying to make this shorter, and I was like, I can't, because there's just so like it's so interesting. All right. So months passed without any forward movement in the case. Then, in late spring of 1982, an incident in Wauwatosa gave Lotharius's friend Dave Sturmel an idea. Hmm. Apparently, some other guy that Carl was seeing, so another sugar baby, was a hunter. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay, sorry. This man, there. a 23-year-old salesman and avid outdoorsman named Mark Taglitz, was tall, handsome, ambitious, and outgoing. He was quick to make friends and was always hustling to get ahead. Lotharius was attracted to Taggett's and the two men became involved. Okay. Lotharius's friends said that he was just exploiting Carl for money, another one. Okay. And it wasn't really a relationship, but more of an opportunity for Taggett's, who also had a dark history with intimate partners. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. In high school, he tried slashing his wrists after a girlfriend broke up with him. One of those. Okay. Another breakup led to an overdose. In 1979, he received psychiatric treatment inpatient at Lutheran Hospital in Milwaukee. Okay. His sister thought he might be bipolar. Taggett's attempted suicide again on June 13, 1982, just six months after Lotharius was murdered. This huh. time, he was successful. Oh. According to Milwaukee County Medical Examiner records, Taggett's girlfriend told police he had been acting strangely for the previous six months. So it was six months after the murder. Yeah. The murder. Getting hired and fired multiple times from jobs and having trouble at home. They had been together nearly three years, and she told police she tried breaking up with him many times only for him to become unhinged. Yeah. In May 1982, a month before his death, he was arrested twice in two days on charges of forgery and issuing worthless checks. She told police he had become violent with her over the last six months also. Hmm. On June 11, 1982, so two and a half weeks before he committed suicide, he showed up at the steakhouse where she worked. She drove him home after her shift ended, but he refused to leave the car. For more than an hour, he kept her trapped inside the car as he alternated between fits of rage and sadness until finally she escaped. So this is you. I wrote me, but it's you. Wow, that's insane. So he had so, some mental health problems. A lot of things going on. Huh. The very next night, uh, through her kitchen window, she saw him approach her Wauwatosa home. 
She refused to let him in, and um, for about 10 minutes, he yelled through the door, please talk to me. He then fastened a note to uh, the kitchen door and left. His brother found his body. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. She must feel extreme guilt from yeah. not talking. Okay. Yeah. His brother was dating a woman who lived across the street, and as he took her home that night, they spotted Mark's body dangling from his girlfriend's flagpole. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A noose fashioned from the halyard? Halyard? I think that's the... Oh, the ropes? The rope that oh, they used okay. for the flag. I should know this. I'm in scouts. It's okay. Meh. Okay, his suicide note stated that he wanted to kill himself to prove to everyone that God was real. I know. This is wild. He wanted everyone to turn Christian and for everyone to pray for him. Yeah. But they're saying he was in a relationship with... Lotharius? Ah, oh, this is kind of as far-fetched. Okay. Oh. According to friends, Lotharius blew off Taggett's the night he was killed, and Taggett's called Oliver's that night. Lotharius instructed his staff to say he was not there, but Taggett's was very insistent. They thought he needed more cash, as the bar had four or five bounced checks from him in the register. Yeah. Carl had said he did not want to see him anymore. So he was pissed. Yeah. He went off the rails. All right. Wow. So friends and family think it's unlikely that Taggett's could have overpowered Lotharius, given Lotharius was much bigger than him. But it is very possible that he could have drawn from his hunting experience in order to carry out the fatal attack. Taggett's sister said he was very good with a bow, and that their entire family was outdoorsy and had bows. Oh. But why did Lotharius tell people that it was Buzzy? Could he have mistaken Taggett's for Buzzy? Did they look similar? Yeah. Yes, okay. he had a type. The two men looked very similar. Very okay, similar. I should stop talking. Okay. They were within an inch of each other in height and were very similar weight and builds. Hmm. Lotharius had a definite type. Yeah. They both had brown hair and brown eyes and were in their early 20s. Okay. So could have been yeah, very mistaken. Yeah, it's at night, yeah. three in the morning, you're right. tired. Okay. Probably a little drunk. Yeah. Lotharius may have thought that Taggett's was buzzy. The dying declaration caused police to focus on Dalloway, but when Tagus died by suicide months later, friends made the link. Hmm. Friends told police about Taggett's and the theory, but he does. But his friend David did not know if they ever followed up hmm. on that. Oliver's closed shortly after Lotharius died. It was sold and then torn down to be replaced with a bread, red brick office building in 1986. Okay. Ownership of Von Trier was divided among his heirs and eventually sold to bar manager Mark Eckert, who then sold it to John Sidoff in 2009, and that's who owns it today. His heirs? Did like his... Oh, people in his will. People in his will. Okay, I was going to say, did he have children? No. Okay, okay. So, Dalloway married the girlfriend whose house um, he was arrested at shortly after... That's Buzzy. Oh, yeah, bu yeah, Buzzy married his girlfriend, um shortly after Lothari's death and moved back to Illinois and works in real estate and security trading. He's still alive? Yeah. Please He's don't listen. He's only like 62. Please don't listen to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. He's okay. fine. Okay. He also said he dropped the nickname Buzzy long ago. He, like, yeah, I no longer get fucked up. I'm no longer Buzzy. Yeah. Well, like, you're real estate, like, you can't be... <laughs> okay. You can be Buzzy. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. He maintains buzzy his innocence. Buzzy gets lifted. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, he should have a billboard like the guy in yeah, like the, the Wu Tang one. Realtor. Oh my right. gosh! Everybody's like talking about that. I, I see know. It everywhere. He's blowing up. I love it. That was so clever. Yes. Okay. He maintains his innocence, and in uh, 1985, his sister Terry was brutally murdered in lacrosse. Yeah. And share and sharing an eerie parallel. The case has also never been solved. Oh so that's gosh. wild. And then I read about this. We're going to have to cover that one another time if yeah. we can get to lacrosse because it's really wild. Okay. So, like, his sister was killed by somebody and the case has never been solved. And then he was a suspect in a case that has never been solved. Yeah. Family gatherings must be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Lots of, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so Dowie, now 61, says he does not know why Lotharius named him and thought maybe he saw him. He says that he has no hard feelings towards him. Well, he's dead, so you, yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't matter. When asked know. about his sister's case, which remains unsolved, he says, of course you want it solved, and for the person who did it to go through the system. But that won't bring her back. So that's kind of like, I thought yeah. that quote was like, mm -hmm. applies to any. Yeah unsolved case yeah it's like of course you want the person that did it but yeah it's not gonna it's bring not gonna it bring back, back yeah. so what does it matter yeah kind of hmm. at this point so anyways that's right. the wild and crazy case of lotharius so what do you think i think it was something with the mob you do for some reason i just have a feeling about during that time and all the other stuff that we've read about and the mob ties up in wisconsin you know mm -hmm. around here i just think First of all, you don't go in with a gun and mace and talk shit to mobsters. Like, is nothing true. is going to ever happen to you again. And maybe they were just really clever. They didn't use dynamite. Maybe they, they studied the people that he was hanging around. out with yeah. and were like, we should do something with an art. like Or, like, everyone is hunters. Yeah, and they could go to any pawn shop and buy. Ma you know, they're probably like, oh, we need to we need to chill out on the dynamite. Yeah, bullets probably weren't wasn't the big gun thing yet. Yeah, I think it was mob related. I, I think, you think just talked it too was. Much shit. I think it was the dude that hung himself on the flagpole. You think? Yeah. Okay. I think it was him. I think he got cut off, and he was already mentally unstable. I think he got cut off financially, and I think he freaked out and was losing his shit. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck you. You can't cut me off. Yeah. And. But he had a off. girlfriend for three years. So like he was with yeah. what's his name at the same time, you think? Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think he was in love with Lotharius. I think he was just, he was getting money from him. Yeah. He was just playing him. Yeah. Hmm. Well, email us your theories and tell us what yeah, you think. Yeah, let us know what you guys think about this case. But I just think it's fascinating. I really liked this one. Insane. Yeah. Insane. So, all right. So, we went to the Vaughn Trier Bar. Yep. 2235 North Farwell Avenue. I'm not real familiar with that area, but Heather took me down there. and It's cool. We took a picture of the bar. It's really neat. Beautiful bar. I love the sign in the front. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's very, like, vintage. Mm -hmm. and It's a beautiful bar. It's, like, quintessential, like, old German Milwaukee, Milwaukee yeah. staple. And then um, the house, like, Murray Street is... Just to put it in perspective, like, it's literally, you just walk across the street and that's Murray. Right. And he lived three blocks down. And that's just crazy. And it was really hard. He, I do know that he lived in the 2500 block of North Murray Avenue. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I'm really good We're at finding addresses. addresses of where shit happened. And I could not find yeah. it. I asked people in MPD. 
you asked a friend that works for the medical examiner's office. Nobody could get it. She works for the Milwaukee Police Department. So. Oh, Police Department. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I should ask. You just thought I should Sorry. ask my yeah. neighbor. Yeah. I wonder if she would know or if this is going to be the same. Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Multiple MPD people could not get that information. Hmm. Um, probably records are just shit back then. And then also it's still an open case. Yeah. So some of the stuff is classified. Yeah. I mean... Like, there was this one picture in an article where you could we could try to drive and see if we can try Find to it. see that It has, house. like, an X on the window, like, yeah. this is the place. But it's, but like, a black and white picture, so I don't really know. We can yeah. try. We should just start walking down yeah, there and see if we can try. find it. Yeah, we can try. It's a safe neighborhood. We can walk. Yeah. No, I like um, that neighborhood. It was very cool. So, yeah, that is the block where he lived, and the actual address where he was killed could not be located, but it is the 2500 block of North Murray Avenue, three blocks away from Von Trier. It's crazy. So, yeah. Um, All right. Very interesting, fascinating case, yeah. Case. Mm -hmm. And I wish we could go to Oliver's. I mean, the place that brought the cultural experience of the mm -hmm. wet t shirt contest to Milwaukee. <laughs> that is hilarious. But it is now an office building. Yeah. I mean, really s paved the way for MTV Spring Break. Right? Yeah. Remember that shit? I mean, all Shore, the places, shit. all those. Like, I could not even. I would imagine, like, that was created down in, like, Florida. Not. Well, I think it was, but I think he brought it to Milwaukee. Okay, so he probably went to vacation down there and saw it. He probably it, went like, to oh, Vegas let's do that and here. was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't but, even like those boobs, but yeah. they'll make money. But, like, in Wisconsin, like, I would never think to even see a wet t-shirt contest. I have never seen a wet t-shirt contest in Wisconsin. I mean, it blows my mind. No. And it's fucking cold. And then he would get yeah. the, the Navy guys and bust them up. That, He's that's very super smart. smart. Very smart. Yes. So I can see why the mob was trying to get at him some way. So They wanted those vending machines yeah. in his fucking places. When, you, when I hear vending machines, I don't think about the cigarette machines. I think of, like, snacks well, and drinks. I think it was, like, in, like, the 70s, I think it was, like, cigarettes and probably, like, cologne in the bathroom. <laughs> I like the bowling alleys have the ones with the socks in it. Yes. <laughs> I Cologne, love vending machines. Maybe some condoms. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Some, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like tampons. the ladies have the quarters with the tampons and the pads. Yeah. But if you hit it, you can get them to come out. <laughs> you can. <laughs> That's true. I guess you I can. I had to do that a couple times yeah. in high school. If you hit it, I haven't seen right one of those place. in so long. Yeah. In the girls' bathrooms. That's crazy. They should be free anyways. All right. Well, All right anyways. What does Snoop have to say? Snoop has to say... You might not have a car or a big gold chain. Stay true to yourself and things will change. Snoop Nice. Because that's like Carl when he came here. He was penniless. Yeah. And he worked hard. American dream, yeah. He stayed true to himself. He was kind of a dick. But things did change for him. Yeah. And then he they changed rolling. again. Yeah, he was balling. The odds were not in his favor. No. Katniss. Took his ass out. All right, so yeah, we definitely want to hear your theories. Yeah, so if you have something to say or know anything about this or want to just tell us what you think, yeah. Instagram at Downmer Lane, Facebook yes. Downmer Lane, a true crime podcast. Slide in my DMs. Downmer Lane podcast at gmail.com. Whatever yes. you want to say. Rate, review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That would be great if yes. you can. Help. And give us five stars. Yeah. Besides, what's her name? What was the one lady? Linda. Linda, Linda, like Linda, Linda, Linda. I like Linda. it. Okay. Hi, Linda. Yeah. Hope you're listening. <laughs> you still ain't buying your fucking book. Nope. <laughs> Bitch. 
All right. So until next time. Take that trip, but pack wisely. Because you'll never know who you run into. Hopefully, Hopefully not. Linda. And Katniss. Yes. Down, Down Murder, Murder Lane. Lane. Bye.